Spinner. Welcome to another episode of Notebook, your guide to art, culture, and tourism here in Tokyo and Japan. I'm Stuart Munro, and around this time each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'll be sharing more local news and views. On today's episode, the Kisaten Coffee Shop Nominoichi. But first, finance. A research report published last week has shown the Japanese consumer will see a rise in the cost of over 30,000 food and drink items by October. As retailers pass on higher prices to protect profits. It's a figure that already eclipses the 25,768 items that had their prices increased in 2022, and the report by Teikoku Data Bank suspects that figure of 30,000 will grow to roughly 35,000 items by the end of the year. The added burden on households due to increased rates over the past year. Has made it increasingly unlikely that companies will continue raising prices at the same rate, fearing a fall in demand should price rises continue next year. Hyper Japan Festival 2023, an event showcasing various aspects of Japanese culture, including anime, games, fashion, and food, opened in London last Friday, attracting upward of 30,000 people. Over 200 businesses took part in the three day festival at a large exhibition center in the British capital. An event that was first held in 2010 and then cancelled in 2020 due to the pandemic. A much smaller event was held in 2022, and this year sees the festival return to normal. Visitors over the weekend dressed up in costume, drank Japanese sake, and watched live painting. And among them was a 60 year old chef from Norwich, dressed as a character from the classic manga series Demon Slayer, accompanied by his 15 year old daughter. A government survey released last Friday showed the number of working women in Japan reached a record 30.35 million in 2022, a marked increase from the 1.22 million five years ago. The survey carried out by the Ministry of Internal Affairs and Communications also showed the employment rate among women hit a record high of just over 53%, partly due to efforts to enable mothers to work while raising their children. While the number of working men slightly decreased from the previous survey in 2017 to just under 37 million, the increase in working women boosted the combined working population in Japan to a record 67 million. Meanwhile, the number of part time workers stood at just over 21 million, accounting for almost 37% of regular employees, marking a slight decrease of 1.3%. And finally, Delays over the start of work on foreign pavilions for the 2025 Osaka Kansai Expo are casting an increasingly unsettling shadow over the outlook of the World's Fair, with the inevitable finger pointing that follows. Yoichi Miyamoto, chairman of the Japan Federation of Construction Contractors, told a news conference he conveyed his concerns to Expo organizers last autumn that the work wouldn't be finished in time due to the slow pace. Since then, Not a single application has been submitted for approval with the Osaka municipal government, and although 56 nations have indicated they intend to construct their own pavilions, they still require approval from the municipal government before any work can begin. Japan's pavilion is also experiencing some issues of its own. The Kinki Regional Development Bureau, operating under the Ministry of Land, Infrastructure, Transport and Tourism, said that a contract had been signed with the construction company Shimizu. To construct the home pavilion. That contract 
was for 7.678 billion yen, or 54 million US dollars, roughly 900 million yen higher than the proposed cost. That low figure led to a failed attempt to secure a bid for the contract, resulting in the decision to sign a discretionary contract with the construction company of the government's own choice, echoing the problems it faced when building the new 2020 Olympic Stadium here in Tokyo. Japan's meteorologists last weekend called an end to the country's annual rainy season, which usually runs throughout June and early July. The weather this year has been unpredictable, not just here in Japan, but also around the world. And with temperatures soaring throughout the country, as well as in central Tokyo, notebook escaped to the welcome seclusion of an old coffee house in Ikebukuro. Nomi no Ichi opened in 1975, and has been open ever since, run by the same master throughout, whose name remains a mystery. Walls aligned with his private collection of ceramic earthenware, and boasts an extensive jazz collection, along with a stereo worthy of playing it. Notebook hid from the sun early one morning last weekend, ordered coffee brewed from Tanzania coffee beans, and several rounds of pizza toast. be back on Wednesday. In the meantime, if you have any sounds you would like to hear or any thoughts you wish to share, send us a message. You can email the Notebook team 
notebook.podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.